Black Out Loud Media Group. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, the place where poetry meets conversation. I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore. And before we get into today's topic, make sure you hit that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Also, please subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. And if you find any value in this episode or any other episodes, make sure you leave a heartfelt review. So with that being said, let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you all are having a good start to the year so far. We're in February, so I know a lot of you are sticking with your goals. We're going to speak positive. A lot of you are making things happen. Hopefully, you checked out my episode so far. My last episode with Brittany Jones was a really good conversation. Today, we have another special guest. Uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Ramon Ray, publisher of ZoneOfGenius.com, which is a website helping small businesses live life fulfilled. And I also am a motivational keynote speaker, event host. And my name is Ramon Ray. So Ramon Ray, and people can get to know me better at RamonRay.com, but a motivational speaker, a publisher of ZoneOfGenius.com, a website helping small businesses grow. And I've started five companies, sold three companies, authored five books, graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy. But as I said, Terrence, it's great to be with you today. And really my, my passion and hope is helping small business owners grow and make a difference in the world. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate Thanks it. You have a, a long list of wonderful things and you just scratched the surface of all the great things that you, you've been doing. Uh, first, <laughs> let's talk about those uh, five books. Mm. How does it feel to be a five-time published author? Well, I felt great about it. And then one day I walked into a room of about 500 to 1,000 people, maybe about 750 people, in turns. I walked into the room and I thought I was hot stuff. I had traveled around the world. I spoke on big stages. And as you said, I have five books. I walked into that room. Many people had seven, three, 15 books. So to answer your question, I'm honored that I've been able to write that many books. I probably have a few more books inside me. But I know there's a lot of my peers who've had more books. But I feel good not so much about the number of books, but what I feel great is about the last book I wrote, Celebrity CEO, and the impact it's had in helping business owners build their personal brand. So that makes me feel special that I know that the books I've written uh, have helped people. From the first book I wrote, which is uh, first two books, Technology Solutions for Growing Businesses to uh, Technology Resources for Growing Businesses. And then more recently, uh, a book about Amazon, uh, excuse me, about Facebook, Facebook advertising uh, and other things I've written. So feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> I asked that because I, I just published my third book. And Congratulations. See what it, I mean? Appreciate it. Thank you. And and here you are with five. Uh, it seems like whenever I talk to someone who's just getting started, mm. they're wild by me doing three books. And so sure. that's why I wanted to ask you how you felt yes. about doing five, because I always tell people, uh, if you have something in your heart, something that that just is burning for you to write and for you to get out, the first step is just starting to write yes. and get it and what out. What are your books about, Terrence? Uh, poetry books. My first okay. book uh, was Love Letters. My second book is the essence of love and my third book is pain is not our only paintbrush 
And is it on uh, Amazon? Are they on Amazon? Yeah, they're on Amazon. Um, I always tell people to go to my website, the Brown Sugar Cafe dot blog. Brown Sugar Cafe, the or, or just Brown Sugar. The, the Brown, the Sugar, Brown Cafe. Sugar Cafe dot blog. Go buy three copies of Terrence's book. If you buy a copy of his book and you tag me on social be- or social media, I will pick one, two, or three people, and I will send you for free a copy of my own book. If you're in the United States, I am paying seventy five dollars shipped to the UK or Jamaica. But you buy a copy of Terrence's book, and I will ship you a copy of mine. Well, man, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ramon. You're See, welcome. this is why I wanted to have you on here, man. Your your passion and enthusiasm towards people is is something that I wanted to share with my listeners. I'm familiar with you. I'm familiar with uh, the segments you've done in Breakfast with Champions. I'm familiar with your uh, the rundown with Ramon. Come on um, now. Speaking of that. How how did you get started with the rundown? What was the brainchild behind that? Sure, I was producing quite a bit of content. As you kind of know, Terrence, you follow me a bit, so I've been producing kind of a lot of bit of content on a variety of platforms for a while now. And uh, yeah. Black Enterprise came to me and said, "Ramon, could you do a show for us?" And so I did a show for them, and that show was really more interviewing entrepreneurs. I morphed it to that, and then as I was doing the rundown with Ramon, I started doing a live show, top ten tips of the day. And guess who came to me? USA Today and said, Ramon, can you come and do that for us? So I have Rundown with Ramon interviews on Black Enterprise, and I have Rundown with Ramon show on USA Today. And see, here I am just watching them on uh, Twitter. Well, it's called X now. Um, And I didn't even know it was that that broad, that wide open. So congratulations to you on that. (laughs) It's like that that little girl, little boy, right? Uh, Taylor Swift or whoever, Beyonce, singing them a song. They just Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Auntie, Auntie B, Auntie T singing me a song. Then then they got to the Super Bowl like, oh, wow. I'm honored, Terrence. I'm honored. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of X, I know that you've been a fan of Twitter like I have been myself. How do you feel with the new changes and now that it's X? Are you still as much of a fan as you were before? I don't think they had to change the name, in my opinion, but it is what it is. I don't think it's neither here nor there. I think, you know, it's a very niche platform, but it's still the only platform, Terrence, where, um, can I tell you a secret, by the way? Yeah. You can't tell nobody, though. It's just between between us. Okay. During the Super Bowl, and again, I know we're recording this, so depending on how people are listening to it, but during the Super Bowl, I didn't watch the Super Bowl at all. But I was still able to comment about it via Twitter. <laughs> so I saw the Kelsey or whatever the dude's name is. See, I don't even know. Pushed the, uh, the yeah. coach. I saw people talking about Usher and all this stuff. My point being is that all that via Twitter. And when you're at especially big conferences, right, you can follow the hashtag. You can follow what's going on at the micro conference, you know, Afrotech, South by Southwest, many events that I go to and you may go to be big events following the hashtag. So changes, sure. But I think it's still that micro blogging. There's still something to be said about micro blogging, blogging, quick burst of communication. Facebook is good. Instagram is good, but they're just different. A politician can get on Twitter and put three sentences, submit, you know what I mean? And have a, yeah, a yeah. niche of followers and, and keep doing it, keep doing it. It's just, it's different. It's that water cooler chat that Facebook is just, the expectation on Facebook is it has to be a post on X. Yeah, yeah. You can just tweet. You know, that is interesting to hear because I saw your activity and I saw how you pulled from what was going on and made content. But to hear that you weren't actually watching the Super Bowl is a shock to me. Can I make it worse, Terrence? Yeah, come on. 
you really can't tell nobody about this one. You, you okay. this is really gonna stay right here. I'm on a couch watching K drama with my wife. You know K drama, you heard of K drama, Korean no. dramas. Oh, K drama, J drama, C a big so there's a big marketplace of Asian dramas. Think of any US Oh yeah, yeah, I know US you, yeah. Big, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's called K drama. I was watching that on the couch, keeping up with the Super Bowl on Twitter or now called X. That's the secret terms. Now you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, um, I have another podcast called Passive Remote with my friend Charlie and we were on Twitter for a very long time. We mm -hmm. still are. And we were just kind of wondering, you know, is the value still there? Mm -hmm. And you've helped sold that to me just now. Yeah. I, I didn't, I'm telling you, when I saw your post and the things you were saying and um, in the uh, Facebook group, mm -hmm. and I was like, man, remote is really tapped into what's going on. <laughs> He's a football aficionado. Right. <laughs> Look at that clip he got. All from X, all wow okay that <laughs> that's hopeful that's hopeful okay so when it comes to twitter and i don't know how we got here but mm -hmm. have you felt like the the community that you built before all the changes have you lost or kind of maintained that for me i've maintained it meaning everybody's going to have their own journey but what i find ironic is my my count on twitter has stayed at about twenty nine thousand for years it's not budged over 31,000. So I don't know why I find that interesting. You'd think that at a certain reflection point, it would grow. It stayed there. Yeah. So, so, but I found it's the same. And, and for me, the audience I have there is tech nerds. Like I'm presuming you and I, what they call digerati, you know, those who yeah, really, they, yeah. we've been online for a while. So that's kind of my core audience. I have my analysts, my journalist media. Is it a big platform? Nah, Facebook, Instagram, still my biggest ones, LinkedIn hundreds of views but twitter still since it's there and threads now but since x is there hey it doesn't it doesn't hurt me that much more time to post obviously amazing people like terrence are seeing it yeah, so yeah obviously it has value wow okay speaking of community i've noticed that you've mentioned a couple of platforms i've noticed that you've mentioned events it looks like you're always going to events you just left one What's the importance when it comes to networking and building community? Yeah, it's, it's, it's everything. So let's let's put the context of I'm trying to build a uh, sports water water company and people can't see what I'm holding up. I'm holding a simple average black bottle. I wanted to make it as boring as I could. You know what I mean? As, as silly. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to build. I want to put context of why Terrence. Yes, you can do ads. You look, are you thirsty? Want to keep your water cool? Buy the black water bottle, blah, 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 blah. Got it. You can do the ads, do the Facebook ads, but nothing beats. Terrence is a, a sports athlete and he's looking for a cool water bottle to be with him on his ski trip. You see, I'm trying to get it now. It's kind of getting a little yeah, crazy yeah. here, but you know, I'm trying to get it. Nothing beats him seeing me at a conference and me saying, hey, Terrence, did you get the cool new water bottle? In fact, I'll sign it for you. So you kind of see where I'm going. Nothing still beats that in person. We take selfies together. He hears my story. One day I was going down the ski slopes and Terrence, I didn't see it, but I looked behind me and there was a bear on skis too. And the bear was chasing me on skis faster and faster and faster. I pulled out the water bottle. I hit it on the top of the head and it ran away. And that's why I have the black water bottle company. And Terrence buys 50 of them for his company. You can't beat that, Terrence. You can't. You can't. <laughs> It's only one way to do that, and that's in person. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So my point is, silly example, but that in-person shaking of the hand, giving the business card, having a cup of coffee, seeing the elevator, you and I have a relationship. You've seen me and thank you, I've seen you, but we're talking, this is one thing, but Terrence, I guarantee we meet together, we have lunch together, have dinner together, meet with some friends over some hot chicken wings and you know, pork fried rice or something. It, it'll deepen that relationship. Yeah, wow. And I've always noticed something about you, even in this interview, whatever value you're bringing is, is to better someone, gotcha. is to uplift someone. Where did that come from? Was there something that happened growing up, something that happened in your past, or did you just have an aha moment where you realized that you needed to do your part to make people know they matter? I really, really realized that yeah. you said that a lot you know, make sure that someone knows they matter. Make yes. sure that somebody knows that you care. Make sure that somebody knows that you love them. Uh, right. Make sure that somebody knows that you forgive them right. along that line. So where did that come from? I'm, I really believe, Terrence, that some of the most miserable people are not people who've been abused. Not the one who has their house burned down. Not the one who stepped on a Lego block from their two-year-old in the middle of the living room. <laughs> It's the one who doesn't forgive. It's the one who's so bitter and angry inside because Terrence cut me in line four years ago at Aunt Betty's Baked Goods Backyard Outing. And I'm still angry at Terrence. Terrence don't even know, and I'm angry at him. So it's that person, Terrence, that won't let go, that won't forgive their daddy who was wrong, who was a drunkard, that won't forgive their mama who maybe didn't spend enough time it's that person, Terrence, the, the one, one that won't forgive, that is the most miserable. And I'd like to know your thoughts of it, too, as a fellow human. Yeah. So that's why I think I say that, Terrence. I can get down and dirty in the feeds. I can get down and dirty how to build a blog. I can get down and dirty how to self publish your book. Down and dirty in podcasting like you can. You know, I can get down and dirty in the, in the tech side of business and how to build a business. But Terrence, at the end of the day, if I cannot forgive my neighbor, if I don't have the time to, to smile at the flight attendant going in the plane, if I can't look at the, at the old lady picking up her bags and, and say, ma'am, can, can I help you a little bit? If I can't do that, what kind of life am I living on planet Earth? So that's why I'm the way I am. Forgiveness is a very key component. I don't think enough people realize it's, it's like when you're unforgiving and you're holding grudges, you're you're holding on to something that the person probably doesn't even know like you said right. or forgot about and i find a lot of times when it comes to disputes and conflicts and things where people are holding on to unforgiveness a lot of the times it's just miscommunication or misinterpretation that's it Terrence. you know especially like over text messaging you can assume whatever tone text messaging email you can assume whatever tone you want to assume and you could have like a strain in your relationship or your acquaintanceship with a person or colleague or something like that. And reading a message from them via text, via email could make you hear a voice that's not even there, can make you feel a tone that's not even there because you have some personal unforgiveness about a situation that may not even be related. So I 100% I feel you on that and forgiveness is so important that's something that i was always taught growing up forgive people you, you don't hold on to unforgiveness because you're doing yourself more damage and then as i got older i realized this hearing different things about people's health mm -hmm. because they were holding on to stuff 
you know, people's lives. Um, we can even get into blessings being held up because people are holding on to unforgiveness. So I, I really, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Like forgiveness is, is major and it's not always easy. I'm not going to sit here and say that it is, but you have to learn how to forgive. And then forgiving someone doesn't always mean you necessarily automatically forget. But if it comes up, it shouldn't affect you the same way it did when it hurt you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Absolutely. You're so, so true. And, and that sets you free. That sets you free. Being able to, you know, as I said, another thing I say is I want to be the uh, thermo- th- thermostat in the room to be able to change the temperature. My wife's like, well, oh, thermostats don't change temperatures. Humans, I get it. I'm like, woman, follow me. The example, just follow along. <laughs> but, you know, the thermometer for sure yeah. just kind of sits there and do, 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 do changes. But the thermostat, metaphorically, right? Right. It, it changes the temperature. So that goes back to that, that I don't know your background, Terrence, but I'm sure it hasn't been a perfect road. I haven't either. Right. It doesn't mean we grew up poor or whatever, you know, but nobody's, most adults have had some hurt, some, even if it's minor, something happened, yeah. bullied as a kid, something with their parents, and people have been more egregious issues. I have friends who've been bullied, abused by family, all kind of things. Yeah. But I find those people, David Goggins, we, we many of us know that story or others who are Oprah Winfrey, those are famous stories, right? Yeah. Those people have found a way to overcome and conquer and dominate, and they're not special people. They just made a choice by God's grace to move forward and forgive. And that 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 ability is for us all. Wow. That's really good. I'm trying to Thank figure you. out where to go from there. That was, that was perfect. Pause, man. That Enjoy was perfect. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to sit there and soak that in. <laughs> Entrepreneurship. Yes, sir. Which is a passion of yours. It speaks to who you are mm. when it comes to helping other people because... You have to have a passion for people when it comes to being an entrepreneur and trying to bring together resources to help other entrepreneurs. You started yeah, five started companies. Yeah. And so did you, was it three? Uh, three of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. How did you start? And, you know, not until recently, I didn't think about when people sold companies, mm-hmm. how it just makes sense. Because when it comes to personal growth and growth uh, with a company, if you don't see yourself and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, if you yeah, don't please. see yourself moving forward with that or the vision has changed and you want to go on to something else, it, it makes sense to sell the company instead mm-hmm. of just staying there and holding on. So first, what brought you into entrepreneurship? Sure. How did you start? Yeah. And I, and I will address the question until what I want to just start with a, sm- a short story. Uh, I was, uh, there's, a, there's a story I'm making up, but a metaphor, which will be very useful for you, Terrence. Um, one day there was a little boy. I'm going to give you the story again, running from, the, run, <laughs> running from a bear. It was in the dark. The boy jumped off a cliff to escape from the bear and dove into a pool of water. Next day he looked, went back to the same spot and realized he shouldn't have jumped. He was scared. If it would have been during the daytime, he would have got eaten by the bear because he wouldn't have jumped. But since he couldn't see how high it was, he just jumped. To me, that's been my journey of entrepreneurship. Not today after five companies and I have about a few more things in my belt that I'll be building and, and growing. But my point is I didn't start out knowing what I was doing, Terrence. I was just running, running, running. And I jumped as opportunity came, ducked as opportunity came. And only now, as I'm 51 years old and getting older, as the daylight, I'm like, whoo, that's some pretty scary stuff. 
So that's what I see entrepreneurship is like. But I think the aspect of selling a business, it's not for everyone per se. Some have given pushback to maybe, you know, um, what's her name? Uh, Carol's, uh, Carol's daughter, uh, uh, Lisa Price. There has been some pushback on the quote unquote black Twitter, whatever you call that, but you know, black folk kind of, she sold out a white company yeah. bought it and all that, which I'm sure you understand. And no matter who's listening, white or black, it's not a racial thing. It's, it's, it's a thing that happens right in the black yeah. community. You know, we've come so far to hold on to wealth, hold on to property. Now you're selling. But the thing about that, to address that, if, if I can go there, Terrence is, yeah. is just understand people. Me and Terrence can have our lemonade stand and we can earn uh, let me put something in modern terms that we can understand. We can earn $2 million a year from our lemonade stand. Terrence, that's some pretty good money, brother. Yeah. $2 million a year, me and you, high-fiving each other. Probably can't buy a Rolls Royce with that, but you know, we we, we move and we taking care of our grandmama buying a house, $2 million a year, and that's okay. That's enough for retirement. But Terrence, ShopRite, Wawa, 7-Eleven, take your pick. Come and say, we'll give you $50 million for your... Terrence can hold on, but $50 million, Terrence is generationally astronomically life-changing there is no comparison between 50 million and 2 million end of story yeah and yet did terrence sell out or no did he sell and recoup a reward an investment in that lemonade stand then what can terrence do terrence can buy and ramon can buy 10 more lemonade stands we can hire instead of me and him working and getting pookie and ray ray and shaquana no, we can hire a hundred more people. Now we've built something the Rockefellers, Bloomberg, Trumps, take your pick are doing. So does that make sense, Terrence? That was kind of a long winded. Yeah. No, no, it know? makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. You made me think about when um, Bob Johnson sold BET and the backlash he got for that. That, that story really made me think about that. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, that's what made sense yeah and especially if it's a big you know and whether it's a big number or not my companies you know i haven't built companies that are over a million dollars that's not i haven't done that i'm not saying it's not my skill set i'll do it next probably with a partner coming up i have something one or two other things i'm building but a couple hundred thousand dollars in sale valuation millions yes but a couple hundred thousand dollars in revenue terrence i'm happy man me to sell it for multiple <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> You know, I'm fine. Meaning it's not millions, but my next one or two will hopefully be that as I learned. But meaning yeah. it's given you, I'm answering a different question just about selling. Did you sell too soon, Ramon? Why did you sell? It's only this. Come on, man. <laughs> if, I, if I invested a dollar in this water bottle, somebody wants to give me $20 for it, man. That's, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine when you say a dollar, but I'll make it better. If I invested yeah. 50000 in a blog and somebody wants to pay me 750000 for it, please done yeah say no more that's an, yeah <laughs> that's a no-brainer <laughs> come on have you ever had any regrets or any thoughts of ah maybe i shouldn't have no and if so oh well that was my no. next question no. <laughs> sorry good i want to hear the if so i'm sorry that was it's easy you know. also i don't have a spill i don't have a crab or spilled milk uh yeah yeah i wish i could do better i think back at now my kids my wife my family should i was i too hard on my kids should I have kissed them more? And they're they're living and fine. So I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I have the ability to continue on because they're living. But you know what I mean? Meaning yeah, those yeah. things I may do. Should I? Oh my God! I shouldn't have screamed at my wife. <laughs> I gotta go apologize. Thankfully she's alive and we're married thirty years. But as far as business, Terrence, I'm just indexed. I let go quick. Somebody, buddy in my church is like, Ramon, you sold SmartHustle.com. You don't regret that or you don't miss it? No. Nope. 
they wired me the money didn't think about it gone yeah i was gonna ask you about smart hustle <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah you know I, and, yeah. and guess what and some of the team members i work with we're still friends so the relationships i matter the people matter but the asset i get it it's your baby you think about it but i think after you built a few businesses terrence i think that not that you don't care about it you're happy with it in that moment but nah it's it's an asset it's an asset it's an asset yeah i mean people are more important and and all through this interview i mean i know that you're this way sure. but all through this interview my listeners are are hearing that yes. the importance of people yeah. and the importance of people to your life i that mean matters the things that matter is like you said was i too loud was i too harsh you yeah. know i have time to correct it that's right and now i can that's right I, I i really appreciate that because i don't think you know a lot of us do that enough mm. to think about the things that we can change while yes. we can change them that's right because we've all had things that we might have and going back to unforgiveness mm -hmm. some things that we should have possibly corrected or it might have been not even unforgiveness maybe some sort of pride mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know i didn't wrong them they wrong me so maybe they need to reach out to me first that's right but we all had those moments and then you know unfortunately some of us have had those moments where we didn't get a chance to correct mm -hmm. whatever happened and so what you're saying really, really resonates with me because we need to take time and, and you know, kind of, I guess, a daily assessment, Absolutely. you know, if not daily, weekly, something. But, you know, are we showing up to be the best versions of ourselves and the way we're showing up? How is it affecting the people around us, whether it be mm. family, friends, co-workers? Like, what are we doing to make the environment that we're in a better place? the spaces that we're in a better place this world a better place mm -hmm. yes yes you're right no and that's and that's what we're here for terrence again it takes some age and maturity to do that right you know yeah yeah you know you look like you're not quite under 25 terrence if i had to guess <laughs> so you know it takes a little bit of maturity but terrence that listen we need to make money no question on that huh? i'm just doing it for the good of the people i, I get it but let's stop unless your mother Teresa or who is somebody else you know is you know what you get my point so but yeah. most of us i need food and sustenance and two i don't want to just pay bills i want to enjoy life i want to do experiences i want to eat some good food premium food yeah. give me some ribs or whatever it is <laughs> and then three i want to give to others this is why we're on earth i want to be able to give i want to be able to bless terrence he can bless me we can band together and bless somebody else the jesus the poor you always have with you who does not have terrence because yeah. those people will be there so if you can't wake up in the morning and think how can i make the world a better place even if you are poor by the way you can still make the world a better place something's wrong something's wrong that this 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 topic is very important to me because i, I think that you know a lot of the things and disagreements like i said earlier and just all the bickering and things mm. this could be settled if we have are willing to have conversations with people that's right and especially people who don't necessarily think like us or that's agree right. with the things we agree with i remember there was a time you could have a healthy debate with somebody and still be friends and talk that's afterwards right. um one of the uh <laughs> one of my favorite scenes from lean on me is when him and his friend um they were you know in an argument and mm. he was telling them off telling them off and then when he got done he said let's go get some lunch 
Come on now. Like, I don't think we have those type of... Some of us, you know, yes. there are some people we have those type of relationships with. But overall, I don't think that, you know, people are necessarily doing that anymore. It's like nowadays, if you don't agree with something that somebody says or does, that automatically means you don't like them. And I yes. was like, well, how does... I mean, you could not have the same views as somebody and still like them and respect them. That's right. So I don't understand... Um, how people come to that conclusion like you know it's people that you love dearly that do things that you don't approve of but you don't lose your love for them so why is it when it comes to having a conversation with a colleague or a friend it's it's taken out of context and people like well you know you're not agreeing with me okay I feel like you should have people around you who don't necessarily agree with you and who can educate you on different things because we don't know everything you know We know a lot about some things. We know a little about some things, but we don't know everything. And I think having people around you who have different viewpoints, who can um, give alternative perspective to things is very important. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. And I think I think it's it's short minded, thin skinned people who think that way. But I must also say, Terrence, I say that reverently and with grace. Yeah, we all have a different background. We all have a different journey. So, you know, I'm careful even as I as I point the finger and say, that ain't right. Are you stupid? I also, in the same way, respect. Yeah. I don't know this brother's journey. You get what I yeah. mean? I'm trying to do both. I can, I can yeah. say you a bully. You need to stop it. Or I'm gonna whoop you. <laughs> you know, I'm saying that having some fun here, you know, if you're yeah. a bully, but I need to understand, you know what? His daddy could have beat him when he was a child. So my point, it goes both ways. So yeah, but I think if we, if we live that way more, I'm, I, I talked to three other gentlemen and you may know some of them. In fact, you may want to have them on your podcast, Dr. Will Moreland, Dr. Delator McNeil, Tony Chapman. Yeah. And uh, we talk about the same thing. We have some deep discussions about a lot of things. And if, if we could only just know that T- Terrence may like, you know, uh, vanilla ice cream with strawberry cupcakes. I may not. I happen to like Mrs. Smith apple pie heated for one hour for 40, 400 degrees in the oven. And then I get haagen ice cream, strawberry ice cream, put it on top immediately as it comes out of the oven. That's what I like, Terrence. Don't, don't hate on me. That's me. <laughs> and if we all did that, we can laugh here. But, you know, when it's yeah. politics and religion uh, yeah. and debates, everybody has their way. As long as you're not harming somebody, you're a good person, the world can be a better place. I agree. I agree. I mean... A healthy debate is is all i welcome healthy debates yes you know i welcome alternatives to the way that i think and see things um i wish everybody would do that at least once or twice that's right and you, you learn something you know i don't like when people only think that their opinions matter that's and right. don't allow to at least let the other person speak and maybe pause and think about what they're saying and like you said earlier their experiences could be very different from yours mm-hmm. but when you learn that you, it's like oh okay I, I i understand now i get why you see it this way right of course you're going to see it different from me because yeah. my background is different That's my right. experience is different but now that i see why you think this way i can respect you we can respect each other we can move forward we can learn things from right. each other That's right. That's right. And most things are from experiences, Terrence. You know, there's a, a joke that goes, I don't know if it's true or not, but a white guy was adopted by a black family or in a mixed household. And he got to college. He was older, moved out of the house. And 
he would carry lotion with him the white boy would you know and rub his hands with lotion and lotion his hands his white friends would say dude why why are you why he said my mama she you know that's what we all did they're like dude how you grew up blah 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 and grew up he said boy that's because you grew up in a black family and i those listening i'm saying that in a fun way yeah but you know you're darker skin you probably know terrence you get ash yeah. on your skin and you oh, lotion yeah. up yeah so it's funny though it's experiences it's experience i could white and black that was his experience and I'm sure the same thing would go. A black boy raising a Chinese household eating chopsticks. That's what his mama taught him. It's experience. Yeah, yeah. What's the one thing about Ramon Ray that people may not know, but it's something that you want everybody to know? Hmm. I want everybody to know that I will never, ever, ever cheat you. I will lose money. I will eat last. I will suffer before I even have a hint of impropriety. You can ask anybody I've worked with, people I've hired from all over the world, spotless by God's grace record, spotless record. So that's one thing I'm not proud of, but since you asked, you know, because I work with a lot of people from overseas and it's yeah. amazing Terrence, how many people have been abused. You know, people who like, oh, I wasn't paid. They scammed me out. I did the work for a week. I edited their video, sent it to them. They didn't pay me. So that's one thing I'm happy about that, you know, get, who, who's never worked with me doesn't know that. Doesn't yeah. ask. Never will scam you. If, oh. if something goes wrong, in fact, I will refund. I've done it, Terrence. I've refunded money that I even work I've done. You know, again, you don't want to be a pushover, but right. I'm like, you know what? It's only 500, only 1,000, whatever that I can handle. So we can have peace. And since I learned I wasn't clear, take your money back. Thank you so much. And let's part ways. That's how I roll. That's integrity. That's something yeah. else that every, everybody doesn't exhibit anymore. Yeah. When you do something like that, you really let people know yet again that they matter. Um, mm. I've seen situations where people were taken advantage of and it might not have been known by the person who was over everything, but in that situation my thought was what you need to do is offer everybody back a refund if they bought tickets under false pretenses and tell them they can still come to the event you know something like that but they didn't and that showed a huge lack of integrity and that was an opportunity to show people that the things that people were saying about them was actually false but integrity just wasn't there when it comes down to it Yes, money is important, but if you lose a couple of dollars and keep your integrity done, that's so much more important. That's right. That's right. Because right. it can you always come back around. Can always. How you treat people yes. is always a commercial for your business. Yeah. How you. That's powerful. How you out in public, how you talk to people is a commercial for your business. You never know who knows who. Mm. You never know whose uh, path is going to cross. Like, for instance, my wife, she she hand makes earrings from Paula McClay. Right. She has an earring business. And one of my classmates saw that she was making earrings. She became a customer. Mm. They had an event at their church. She invited my wife. Mm. And I thought about that. If I was the type of person who was mean or didn't get along with people in high school, that was a connection that would have never happened. That's right. So you never know don't who you're going to cross, whose path you're going to cross, who knows who. I mean, right. the, 
you know, we live in a big world, but the world is really, really small. I mean, it's amazing to me, like over the past year, the people that I've come in contact with who knew somebody that I either went to school with or knew one of my family members, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. But they all had good things to say about me because, you know, I was taught that you treat people the way you want to be treated and not so in a way that, you know, you treat people exactly, you know, everything that you want to be treated, but mm-hmm. with the type of respect. And that's why it's important, I think, to get to know people. And of course, a lot of times you don't have uh, enough time to get to know someone, but it's a key things you can pull out of a conversation mm-hmm. when you first meet somebody and you know how to, you know, treat them with respect. So I've always been taught that and I've always lived my life that way to treat people with respect and kindness. So I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, that integrity is is something major. And I I really appreciate that you're that type of person that, you know, once again, back to what we talked about earlier, business wise, overall, it's like your life and who you are, your morals and principles and values, they show up in your business. They have to, for sure. They have to, for sure. We are, we are who we are, Terrence. I mean, there's big corporations. You don't know how the vice president of janitorial services is in the, in, in by himself or herself compared to the billion-dollar company. But me and you, Terrence, we just the people, man. It's yeah. me. <laughs> I'm sitting in my home office in the vacation capital of the world. It's me. How I am is my business, and how my business is is me. 100%, brother. Before I let you get out of here, I meant to ask you this earlier, but before I get let you get out of here... What is, what's your take on AI when it comes to being an important business tool or do you even see it as an important business tool? Sure. I think there are transformative jumps in technology in business and in personal communications. You had in modern days, AOL, you've got mail. Oh, yeah. Many people harness that, right? And it got email for the first time at email address, Becky's cookies at AOL.com. It's petered away, but email was a game changer right you had the fax machine i think before after that can't remember the fax machine sounds old school technology but that was transformative for those who had oh your dad has a fax machine in his office right so you have these jumps you have the browser you have blogs and websites now you have generative ai it's a game changer if you're not using ai i don't think it means your business is over but i promise you one thing i guarantee it you are less productive in your business than you could be, less smarter, less faster in your business than you could be. And there's a huge possibility that your competition who's using generative AI will trounce you. So how do you start? The simplest way, just get on ChatGPT. You can Google it, openai.something, open.a, whatever it is, you can look, look it up. Go to ChatGPT for free and just start to type in what's called prompts. Hey, I'm a baker in Minnesota. We bake three different types of pound cake. We're thinking of expanding our product line to college students. We have 20% Greek families and a big portion of the families we're with are Hispanic. How would you expand that product line? I dare you. Put something like that in there and hit enter and watch and then thank me and Terrence and buy another copy of Terrence's book to thank him. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I think that's 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 a pretty good good place to stop right there. Terrence um, is like, I may try that for my own business. Yeah, Let me yeah. <laughs> hey, But that's how you do a prompt. Like that's I'm, how you do it. 
the 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 level of 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 information you just put in that prompt just now it's like man i'm I'm missing some things in my my prompt (laughs) right you but much as you can tell it who you are and sit back and watch the fireworks roll how can somebody get in contact with you how can they follow you how can they you know get the information i mean you have all sorts of you're a man of many hats how can somebody get in touch with you Two things that would make me a make me a happy man, Terrence. One, you can find me at RamonRay.com, RamonRay.com. If you're having a big event, want me to speak, want me to host your event, motivational keynote speaker, or MC it, hit me up, RamonRay.com. And or go to zoneofgenius.com. We'll have a lot of pops up and ways to sign up. Sign up for our email newsletter. Once a week, we'll give you insight to grow your business at zoneofgenius.com. Remember my special offer. You buy a copy of Terrence's book, hold a picture of it, tag me on IG, Facebook, LinkedIn. TikTok, Snapchat, Fax Machine, Carrier Pigeon, U.S. Postal Service, FedEx, tag me however platform you want. Let me see that picture and I will pick somebody to send you one or two or three copies of my book, Celebrity CEO. But you got to buy Terrence's first. Thank you, Ramon. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate your time and this conversation and the information and the, the wealth of knowledge that you shared with my listeners. Um, got to have you back next season see what else is new because i know you're going to have some some new things going on in a short amount of time so we have a lot to talk about the next time you come (laughs) on (laughs) we do anytime terrence call upon me and thank you for the gift you are to the world we need you and we appreciate you terrence thank you brother Ah, thank you and um to my listeners i always just remember uh keep pushing forward Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Terrence B. Elmore, and this is the place where poetry meets conversation. Hit that follow button and turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode. Check out my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Also connect with me on Instagram at thebrownsugarcafe. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, remember, keep pushing forward.